Hey, welcome to Top 10. My name is Wilton Henry, and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking a look at the current Top 10 fighters in the world using a criteria that has four different components in it. The first is going to be looking at a fighter's quality of opposition. Fighters can get up to 30 points in that category. Second category is going to be achievements. Fighter can get 30 points in that category. The third category is eye tests. What type of skills the fighter possesses. And that's another additional 30 points that a fighter can receive. The last category is going to be whether or not a fighter seeks out opposition or whether or not they're looking to avoid it. So that's the basic criteria that I'm going to be using to determine my top 10 fighters in the world. All right. Before I get started in that top 10, I actually have a person who initially made my top 10 before I developed the criteria, but they fell out and they actually are what I would consider my honorable mention or number 11 fighter, and that's Francisco Estrada. Francisco Estrada received 19 points for quality of victories, 18 points for achievements, 18 points for eye tests, 10 points for avoiding or seeking competition. So his grand total was 65 points. With him, his biggest victory was against Sor Rumbasai out of Thailand. Rumbasai is the guy who beat Chocolatito and he defeated the man that was the man. So um, that's his biggest victory. But David or Francisco Estrada is my number 11 fighter. So here's my top 10. First, uh, number 10 is, is going to be uh, Inoue Inoue. So his biggest victory was his last fight in which he defeated in a rough and tough fight versus Nonito Donaire. In the category of quality of victories, with that, to me, being his only quality victory, although he's a champion in multiple divisions, I gave him a 17. I gave him 17 points in as far as quality of victories. Achievements, I gave him a 20. Um, eye tests, I gave him a 24. Um, I see some holes in this game. I think Nanito exposed some 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 definitely def definite holes in this game, but also he was able to fight through against a wily veteran and you know overcome some of the setbacks that he had during that fight, getting staggered, getting hurt, getting fatigued. Um, so he showed something in that, but he also was exposed to a certain degree in that fight. So I gave him a 24 in the category of abilities um, and eye tests. And then the last category, as far as seeking out opposition, I gave him a seven. And the reason why I took points away in that category is because I've been hearing um, Rigandile calling them out and I haven't heard a word from him in terms of response. So he ended up with 68 points. Really good fighter. Um, but I think it's just more to see from him before I can um, put him higher on my top 10 list. Number nine is going to be Arthur Betterbeev. Betterbeev received 18 points as far as quality of victories. 22 points. Um, as far as achievements, 28 points, the eye test, um, and then eight for 
avoiding or seeking out competition. To me, um, the biggest thing is the I test for Arthur Bitterbeer because the, that guy really has um, some heavy hands inside. His inside game is tremendous. Um, he has those short, crisp, heavy shots. Anytime he touches somebody on the inside, it's like he either hurts them or he puts them down or puts them away. So that's my number nine fighter, Arthur Better be it. Number eight could be um, like a head scratcher to some. Some people may this this might be the most controversial person in the top ten in terms of most people wouldn't have him in their top ten. And that's Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia received twenty five points for quality of victories, achievements, twenty five points, twenty two points for abilities, seven points for. Um, avoiding competition or seeking out competition. Now, his resume is is really rather um, lengthy. He, he beat Amir Khan. He beat um, Matisse, who was the boogeyman at that particular moment. He also has a win. Some people would consider a controversial victory, but he also has Lamont Peterson on his resume. And then he has the two razor-sharp close decisions against Sean Porter and Keith Thurman. And then I also have to give him credit for being a two-time champion at junior welterweight and also welterweight. So number eight on my list is Danny Garcia. Number seven is going to be none other than Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao. Pacquiao, the biggest um, areas where he received points is going to definitely be quality of victories. Manny Pacquiao beat uh, Marco Antonio Barrera. He beat Marquez, Oscar De La Hoya, Hatton, Cotto, Joshua Clotty, Timothy Bradley, Keith Thurman, amongst others. And he also is an eight-time um, champion. Um, so I gave him 30 points as far as quality of victories. And then also I had to give him 30 points for achievements. All of those belts, all of those uh, names on this belt, um, on his on his resume. Um, 15 points as far as the eye test now. I think Manny Pacquiao, although he still um, has the know-how to defeat quality opposition, I don't think that Manny Pacquiao at this point, if all of these guys were the same size and they could fight each other, a lot of these guys on the list he wouldn't be able to beat at this particular moment because at, now at this stage in his career, Pacquiao gets a little tired at certain points of fights. Um, he's getting hit a little bit more. Um, but again, he knows he knows the nuances of the game, so he can overcome those things and still pull out victories. But um, I have to take a couple points away as far as um, where he is now as far as the eye test. And then I have him at a 6-4 seeking out opposition. So the last category. Now, the reason why I put him at a six is because to me, Pacquiao over the years towards the tail end of his career, he began to be more, um, you know, he used to, he would choose his fighters more when he was over in top rank. He was only fighting those Bob Aaron fighters where the PBC guys who had all of the world ways, he was avoiding them. Now, recently he has been seeking out that opposition, but it was like a 10 year period where Pacquiao was just fighting those guys over on that side, Jesse Vargas. Um, and so just take a look at his resume. You'll see what I'm talking about. Number six 
is going to be Lomachenko. Lomachenko, I gave him 20 as far as quality victories, 25 as far as achievements. I gave him a 29 when it comes to the eye test, and then a 7 when it comes to the last category of seeking out opposition or avoiding it. He has victories over Gary Russell. Um, he won the championship in his third fight. He beat Nicholas Waters, Rigo, Linares. Um, then he also has a victory over Campbell. The biggest thing with him is going to be the skills. Like, I mean, um, Lomachenko is a highly skilled fighter. Um, I think him moving up now, he looks a little bit more vulnerable or a lot more vulnerable. But when he was at around 126, I think he would have been very difficult to beat for anybody, um, even from a historical standpoint. So that's my number six fighter. And really, um, Lomachenko and Pacquiao ended up with the same total. But I gave Loma the nod because when I look at a pound-for-pound pound list, if you do have a tie, my tiebreaker is if the guys are at the same weight. If they were at the same weight and they class against each other, who would win that fight? And I think at this stage of his career, Lomachenko would just have too much for Pacquiao. My number five fighter is going to be Usyk. Usyk is, um, he has a 25 when it comes to quality of victories, um, a 30 when it comes to achievements, 23 when it comes to abilities eye test, and that's more so at cruiserweight. When I saw him fight against Chaz Witherspoon, he really didn't show me too much. So I, that, I took points off for that because he's currently campaigning at heavyweight. And then as far as competition, I gave him an eight, um, and he has a total of 86 points. And so the biggest thing for him is going to be being undisputed cruiserweight champion. Um, and he's currently at heavyweight. Number four is going to be none other than Errol the True Spence. Uh, Errol has 24 points when it comes to quality of victories. He holds victories over Kale Brook, uh, Mikey Garcia, Lamont Peterson, rough and tough fight against Sean Porter. And then I gave him credit for the Bundu fight because the way he took him out uh, was much faster and cleaner than what I saw from Keith Thurman um, a couple of years before. At one point, he was pretty much the most avoided guy at the World to Weight division. After his accident, it seems like more fighters are more willing to um, want to want the smoke with um, Errol Spence. So he ended up with 86 points. Um, I test ability, I gave him a 27. And then as far as the competition or avoiding seeking out competition, I took one point when I gave him nine points because sometimes with Earl, and I know he's not afraid of Terrence Crawford, but me personally, just historically looking at boxing, I always like fighters who, regardless of whatever position that they're in, in their career, I just like to hear them want to fight whoever they say could be potential competition for him. I don't want to hear him say, well, uh, he's on the other side. Uh, we'll get to that. No, I want to hear you say, well, si let's sign a dotted line. Let your promoter say those type of things. And so I have to take a point away. And again, I know Errol's not afraid of, of uh, Terrence Crawford, but I just don't like to hear that from any fighter. <clears throat> At number Four, I have the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, 
And he's another fighter. When I created my top 10 list initially, he wasn't this high. But then when I look overall and I allocated points to in these categories, he moved up um, tremendously. So quality of victories with the Klitschko victory, the Wilder victory, I gave him 28 points in that category. Achievements being an undisputed champion um, and beating Vladimir, who ruled over the division for such a long time. I gave him 30 points. As far as abilities, eye tests, I gave him a 26 because he just knows how to use his awkwardness to frustrate his opponent and then um, usually move on to a decision. But in his last case, he, he actually got the knockout and a huge victory. Um, as far as competition, avoiding it or seeking it, he could get a 10 because he seeks out the highest of the high. It's just with Tyson Fury, he's either going to be fighting somebody who's very good or he's going to be fighting somebody who you never heard of. So I took a couple points away. So he ended up with a seven um, in the last category. So overall, he had a 91. Number two on my list is going to be Terrence Bud Crawford. Terrence Bud Crawford received 25 points when it comes to quality of victories. Um, he has 30 points when it comes to achievements. As far as those achievements, he beat uh, Gamboa. He beat Postal, Jeff Horn. Um, and then being an undisputed champion at Junior Welterweight, also being a three-time champion, starting off at lightweight, junior welterweight, welterweight. I gave him 30 points in that category. Um, I test 28 points. Only reason he didn't get a 30 is sometimes he gets hit a little bit too much trying to exchange and engage with his opponent when he doesn't have to, even though I like that. I like that in him, but I had to take a couple points away. And then as far as competition, I gave him an eight. And the reason why I gave him an eight is that welterweight, I think and it's not me, my decision to um, be in anybody's pockets or determine what a person should do. You do what it is that you think is best for you. But from a boxing standpoint, I would like to have seen him either separate himself from Aaron, become independent, independent or join the PBC. Because that's where all of the welterweights are. So if you really want competition, then you'll go over there and, you know, attend to the smoke. So I took two points off in that category. He ended up with a 91 just as well as uh, Tyson Fury. But again, my tiebreaker is if they fought each other at the same weight, I think Bud would get the victory over Tyson Fury. And then last but not least, my number one fighter in the world is going to be none other than Saul Canelo Alvarez. Canelo received 30 points as far as quality of victories. Let's go ahead and look at these quality of victories. He has... Irislandi Lara, he has Austin Trout, Miguel Cotto, Gennady Golovkin, Danny Jacobs, Sergey Kovalev. He won championships at junior middleweight, middleweight, light heavyweight. He's the cash cow of boxing. So he had 30 points in that category. That also lends him to getting 30 points as far as achievements. His abilities, he learned a lot from that Mayweather fight. He has a shoulder roll now. He is a great inside fighter. Huge body shots. Um, his stamina looks like it might be getting a little bit better as well. And then the last category of smoke and avoiding smoke. This is tricky when you're the cash cow because the cash cow typically picks and chooses who they want to fight. But 
I think that also you have it's it's a couple guys he's been avoiding. And I and really it's it's Jamel Charlo, um, who I'm thinking about in particular. I take points off from that because I think that Charlo's name is big enough where that that would be a huge fight. So you can't really avoid that saying that you're choosing somebody else for money reasons when you're the cash cow. So I took five points away from Canelo just for that reason. Um, so he ended up with 92 points. He's one point above Crawford and Fury. And so that's my top 10 using that criteria. Um, and that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening.